universe in narrow Dark forces are on the rise The world needs a hero How will the earth survive? Transformers, robots in disguise. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dice and Decepticons, a TTRPG actual play podcast set in the Transformers universe. My name is Robert Kerr, and I'm joined by my brother, the player. Stuart, hello. So when we last left off, Adrian had rushed to the aid of... Mariah and Dylan, along with the Autobots, Crash, and Ironwall. He and... Farsight. Thank you. He and Farsight had made the rash decision to attack the anti-Mecha hover tanks that were threatening their friends. And the three of them fought off the ARI military forces. I should also remind you that you had ignored... Colonel Washington, who is there on the site, he had ordered you to surrender yourselves, and you all said no. So, you find yourself standing among the wreckage of these anti-mecha hover tanks. Uh, Overhead, you just saw several interceptors fly by. Mariah turns to you in her mech. Okay, so now's the time to go. He responds to her and says, yeah, it's time to go. The road's clear, so, uh, let's get going. Mariah and Dylan transform back into the vehicle modes, and they take off down the highway back towards the city and back towards Gadget and the ground bridge underneath Link Pontetrain. And Adrian and Farsight follow behind. Uh, He transforms and uh, speeds along the highway. Guys, I'm not so sure about this. Like... We just fought and killed fellow pilots from the ARI. Like, that's not... I don't know how I feel about that. Dylan, it was us or them. What were we supposed to do? Yeah, maybe. I'm actually pretty sure the vessels we took out, not all of them had pilots in them, did they? Actually, this is off script for a moment. Did all those vessels have pilots in them? Because I don't remember all of them having them. The okay. anti-mechic uh, hover tanks all had human pilots. And if I remember correctly, they weren't all just completely blown up, were they? No, some of them were just disabled. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't blow any of them up, right? I don't recall doing that. I think I just disabled them for the most part. I think so. Okay. There's definitely a moment where they escaped from the hover tank. Yeah, okay. So, back on script. So, do you want to retcon that and say that you guys purposefully... You guys probably purposely didn't try to kill any pilots. That's why I was. That's why I remember fairly clearly last time I was playing. Okay, cool. So we let's, went, didn't actually blow anyone up. Let's go with that narrative then, guys. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Like, I know before we were just like running from the ARI, but now we like actually actively attack to them. You want to turn yourself over to Colonel Washington? Be my guest. Look, let's get ourselves out of the situation. We can philosophize later. Yeah, and our lives are kind of on the line right now. Our lives are on the line when we are fighting Rise, not our own people. Did you forget that we're tied to these things? If one of our Transformers is destroyed, so are we. 
We don't know that for sure. Do you want to risk it? I mean, no. Great, then let's run. I think Adrian speaks wisdom in this moment. Also, you have to consider that we didn't actually kill anyone. We only disabled their non-sentient mechs. Our mechs are sentient, so I think we had the upper hand morally. <laughs> I think Adrian speaks the truth. For now, it is probably the most prudent to continue on. Great. Now we don't have to have that long conversation later. We can just keep going. So just as a setting thing, you guys are speeding along the highway, uh, weaving through traffic. Um, so far, the interceptors have just kind of buzzed you, but you can't, you don't see any other um, military presence up ahead. There's still that police blockade that you literally jumped over. And you can see that they still have, there's a bunch of police officers out in front. They have uh, several cop cars and they've put up a, uh, they've, as best as they can, they've redirected traffic. And uh, they are blocking the road ahead of you, and you're about to enter the city proper. So they have put roadblocks in front of us, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, there's there a roadblock road across the highway. And uh, to enter the city proper, you're going to have to go through it or around it or, or find some way. Well, I don't think there should be any problems really just getting through it. I mean, right. <laughs> so you want to barrel through? Like plow through the cop cars and the cops? Uh, as long as we don't run anyone over, right? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, if you want to go or for that. Or we can try leaping over it or whatever have you. Just drive up, transform, jump over it, and keep going. Okay. Uh. I mean, we have a lot of options here. It's not like it's all that limiting, uh. A human uh, speed trap or a roadblock. Okay, so what do you say to your teammates? Um, so, at the last moment, we're going to transform, leap over the cop cars, and then immediately transform back in a quick, fluid motion, okay? I was thinking the same thing. I don't know how great Ironwall is at leaping, guys. I'm going to be honest. Well, then he can just, um... Well, I guess plow through would be a little dangerous, but, um, he could step over them. He's tall enough. We'll work something out. All right, incoming. And you're on the blockade. Give me some kind of check. Okay, so we have... Can you give me those sheets? Mobility. I have a 15 that. I roll a d20 or d10, was it again? It's a, <laughs> it's a d20 system. So you roll under, remember? Yes, now I remember. Okay. Now that you reminded me, I now remember. <laughs> Magically, through the power of editing. Editing. I rolled an 18 off of 15. Uh, no. So that means that you failed, okay? Um, let's roll for Mariah. She rolled a 2. Perfect. So she gets through no problem. And then... He also rolled it to Dylan. Okay, so here's what I here's what I think happens. Um, you are barreling along towards the police blockade. Uh, you transform um, for for Farsight himself. He'd probably be able to handle this kind of maneuver. 
you're brand new to this whole thing, the whole BioLink and piloting a transformer. So you transform and leap, but you trip over one of the blockades and fall on top of the uh, cop cars. Like you just land in a pile of cop cars. There's cops scrambling out of the way. Uh, Mariah transforms and effortly, effortless, 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 effortlessly, effortlessly. I couldn't say effortless, effortlessly, effortlessly. Right? Without any trouble. <laughs> with Mariah ease. Effort, Mariah effortless, effortless, effortless. Mariah with ease. Thank you. <laughs> Mariah, with ease, does a spinning... She actually transforms and springs up and does like a backflip over the cops and transforms midway through the air, lands on all, on the ground, and, and tears off into the distance. Um, Iron Wall, literally, uh, he's, his horn has been blaring the whole time. Bump, bump, bump. And he takes the car um, and goes... Uh, bursts through the median on the other side, goes around the blockade, and then bursts back through the median because it's a it's a two way highway, oh. and um and with so he just literally bulldozes through it and then carries on right through. And so you are laying face down in a pile of cop cars, and you hear um from outside your vehicle, freeze, put your hands up. Sorry guys, I tripped. Um, just keep going. I'll be okay. And, um, don't come back for me. Sounds like a plan. Later, Tiny. Just catch up to us when you get the chance. Of course. So as you're, uh, laying there, um, several of the interceptors do another flyby, and then it looks like they wheel around to, like, come back around. You don't know what they're planning to do, if they're planning to attack you or, or what's going to happen. Um, Adrian, first I get up, kind of readjust your shoulders back, crack the neck a little bit, <laughs> and start kind of, it's not, you know how you're in the sports when you do the exercise where you kind of, uh, as you're not quite running, but kind of jogging, you, you have to step past the obstacles? Oh, I see what you mean. It's, the, oh, um... I don't know what's called. I don't know either. But you, you are, so you are literally you are running through the cop cars. Yes, but but you're doing very gracefully. Okay, and you are like very carefully bumbling your way through them, trying to get and not get. Okay, awesome. By the way, so the cops have been opening fire on you, and the bullets are like pinging off uh, of Farsight's armor, and so. Um, Adrian gets on the, there's a loudspeaker system in here, right? Yeah, there is. He gets on them and he says, uh, officers, you don't have to waste your fire. It's okay. They won't get through. Use them on someone they'll be more effective on. Surrender yourself and your mech or you will be destroyed. This is your final warning. No, it's okay. I won't hurt you. I'll just be on my way now. Thank you for your service. <laughs> and he continues uh, 
awkwardly walking between the police cars for another minute or so before he makes it past them. Okay, so you are past them, back on the road. You have a stretch in front of you before you enter the city proper uh, a little bit, and these interceptors are barreling down on you. What do you do? Transform and pick up speed. Okay, cool. Um, As you are transforming, uh, the rest of this section of highway is totally clear, and the interceptors um, open fire on you. So can you roll me uh, your mobility or system to see whether you go first or last mobility this is horrible they're going to 16 <laughs> against 15 16 to 15 okay so they get to attack first um so as they're they're strafing you they open fire um and i think the first two probably use their machine guns so test against mobility Okay. 12 out of 15, so... Okay, so that attack missed. Uh, roll again for the second interceptor. Five. Very good. That one also missed. The third one uh, launches heat-seeking missiles at you, uh, so you can test mobility or system. 12. Okay, so all three attacks miss. What does that look like? So, the first rounds of fire, pretty simple to dodge. He just keeps driving and just they just don't make it in time, or he swerves a bit. When the missile comes in, this is a little more concerning, because they're firing within urban area, is my understanding. This is out just outside the city. Okay, so good. I was a little you worried. You are that just about to enter the city, and they have opening fire. I like, was worried that they started launching missiles nearby a city. Um, I think it's a little reckless of them, maybe. Uh, but since it's outside the city still, I swerve a little bit to make sure it hopefully doesn't land and do too much damage to the roads. And so he swerves a little further, maybe does a little skid, and then keeps on ahead. Okay. So you avoid their attacks entirely, and you enter the city proper. The interceptors peel off. Um, You zoom ahead, and you are catching up to Mariah and Dylan. Um, Behind you, several police cars pull out into the street, and they start um, tearing after you. Their sirens are going off. Um... And it's it's nighttime, but there is still some night traffic. So you guys are weaving through uh, traffic as you're doing this. Guys, I'm back, and uh, I'm fine. I'm good. There are no scratches on uh, Farsight's hole or anything. And good news: if the cops shoot at you, it won't hurt at all. You'll be just fine. I tried to warn them to not waste their ammo on us, but they didn't listen. So, uh, yeah, they don't. They're not being very cooperative. They're, uh, yeah, but I did thank them for their service. I feel like in the list of useful information, that's near the bottom. Oh. Well, anyways, they're behind us. Don't mind them. I think we need to lose them before we get to the ground bridge. We don't want to lead them to its location, right? Oh. Then they'll just follow us through. Yeah, good point. So we need to find a way to lose them. Okay. Um... Let's split up. Do you want us to split up? Well, because they're only going to be able to chase one of us, right? Or two of us. So if we split up, 
then eventually lose them again. Hopefully we can get back over to the bridge. Alright, we'll give it a shot. Guys, I... I don't know if you know this, but I'm not exactly inconspicuous in this thing. Great, so they'll follow you first, right? <laughs> okay, fair enough. I can lead them off, but how do I get back to you? Hmm. Hey, Farsight. Do you guys have access to... Uh, okay, pause for a moment. Sure. What year is this taking place in again? This is taking place in 2005. Um, so there's some technology that has advanced a lot because of the interaction with the Autobots. You still have, like, basically cell phones. Yeah. Internet? Yes. So could the, do the Autobots, could they connect to an urban internet area or something? If there's, like, a local Wi-Fi or something? Uh, Sure. Okay. So I'm sure Gadget could do something. Okay. Sorry. Pull back in and say, Hey, uh, Farsight, can you guys hook into the internet and grab a map for Ironwall over there and send it to him? Yes, I believe that's possible. Great. Then you can show him which way he could take, a couple different options, and hopefully lose him that way. I'll send him that information. So you see on your display, um... Farsight contacts Ironwall and uh, starts sending him information from maps. Did you just send me Google Maps? Yes, we did. Okay. Ironwall, see what you can figure out. If you can figure out some kind of route to throw him off. Okay, so Ironwall's going to distract him and we're going to run for it? Yes. Alright, let's do this. What's the plan for getting Ironwall back? Well, if he manages to lose him, we should be fine. If not, um... Hmm... You broke those minions earlier, didn't you? Ironwall. I'm not gonna rejoin you. Huh? I'm not gonna rejoin you. I thought about it. Even if the ARI is the bad guy, I'm gonna turn myself in. I don't think attacking unprovoked like that was right. I'm turning myself in. I've been thinking about it, and it's the right thing to do. Plus, I've also been thinking about it, and whatever craziness turned our mechs into Transformers, we're not going to be able to find any information away from the ARI. So I think we can kill two birds with one stone. Or, well, at least one. I'm going to turn myself in, and... I assume that they're not just going to lock me away forever because I still have a connection with Ironwall here. Yeah, you're right, Dylan. They're not going to lock you away forever. They might kill you. <laughs> They'll also be killing two birds with one stone. Because if they tear Ironwall apart, you'll die too, more likely than not. And remember how they acquired these guys? It wasn't exactly in a friendly manner. It's not like Ironwall just walked over here and decided to be a part of the ARI. Adrian, we don't know what happened. We don't know how We know they what acquired. they told us. They're torn apart by the Decepticons. How'd they make it millions of miles away from another far plant we've never even heard of over to Earth? Look, we don't even know if the ARI was aware that they were buying parts of Transformers. Still rather morbid, if you ask me. 
Then who'd they buy them from, even? I don't know. Look, all I'm saying... Look, I am... The only myself... ones they're even capable of buying them from would have had to have been Decepticons. Right. Either way you look at there's something wrong. We need to... And we need to figure out what it is. I agree. But you're not gonna find out anything if you go back. It's the right thing to do, Adrian. You're risking your life. I'm willing to take that risk. You're also risking Ironwall's life. Does he agree with you? I talked it over with him and he does. Ironwall, is that true? Ironwall... <laughs> Emotes. <laughs> yeah. Ironwall makes a noise. And, uh... Yeah. Ironwall makes a noise. We're in agreement about this. I think you're stupid. But you're right, it might be useful. Dude, you're just gonna turn yourself over to the humans? I don't know about this. Guys, we trained with the ARI for years. And now all of a sudden they're the bad guys? I'm not convinced that they're... I don't know what's going on, but I feel like this is the right thing to do. Is that Mariah talking? No, that's still Dylan. That's sounds like Mariah. Okay. I guess it's your choice, but you've heard what I have to say, and Dylan, I'm gonna miss you. Oh. Oh, wow. Uh, that's really kind. Thank you, Adrian. I'll miss you. Yeah, because without Iron Wall, we really don't have any more defense, <laughs> and that kind of scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be careful. Don't worry. Alright, whatever boneheaded thing you're gonna do, do it now, because we're running out of space here. Alright. I'll see if Ironwall can rig up a way to stay in touch with you guys. Let's do it. So Dylan has positioned himself in Ironwall at the back of your little convoy, and, uh, uh, can you give me some kind... Do you want... Here's a question. How do you want to play this? Do you want to try and use your stealth technology? Or do you want to just trust that he can block the police from behind you? Well, obviously they haven't discussed exactly what Ironwall is going to do, whether he's going to barricade them or not. So, I think, more likely than not... Adrian's going to assume the worst a little bit. That all the Iron Wall's got to do is just turn around and pull up straight and not block them off at all. But he figures they're at least slowed down to take a look at this semi-truck that just stopped and all that. So it gives him a moment. And he will use his stealth ability um, after a little bit. Hopefully after he makes a turn, then he'll use his stealth ability. Okay, very nice. So that hopefully he loses them a little easier that way. Okay, so here's what happens, I think. I'm going to slow down and block the lanes. You guys turn off. Sound good? Sounds good. Just give us a signal. Thank you. Okay, so Dylan starts to slow down, and he uh, intentionally drives in a way that he's preventing the police from gaining on you. And so the police are, like, up on him, tailgating. The road has narrowed quite a bit here uh, to one lane. Um, give me some kind, give me, um, mobility to slip away. 
It's 13 against 15. I made it. Okay. So you turn off into a side alley. You activate your cloaking and you drive on down. And then... Oh, excuse me. Then you reappear on the next street over and uh, drive casual, I assume. Yep. It seems as though we've gotten away without attracting any attention. I'll meet you guys over the ground bridge. Right. See you there. Hey, everyone. Here's a quick plug from the folks at the From Afar podcast. Adventure, laughter, and a complete disregard for the rules. From Afar podcast is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast with a focus on roleplay, making goofs, and storytelling. Join us aboard the Sea Monster for hijinks on the high seas as a diverse party searches for the fabled lost city of Atlantis. Find us on all major podcast platforms and on social media at From Afar Podcast. Come aboard the Sea Monster and join these four friends separated by distance but brought together through adventure. Okay, so you navigate your way through the city. Um, As you're doing so, you get a hail on your communications and it's from gadget i act what did you i activate it press a button um, yeah what do you do press a button agent reaches over to the council and presses the receiver button it looks as though you've become famous you're on the news really us just you guys just us do they have pictures of the vehicles there's reports in rumors of a Decepticon attack on the city. They have news helicopters flying all over the place. Certain parts of the city they've sort of blocked off. Seems like Gadget and I have gone undetected so far. But I think you'd better hurry on over. Well, that's great. But they don't have our pictures, do they? I don't think they really know what's going on. They just heard there was some fighting going on outside the city. So they're on alert. They have news reporters over there now. And they're warning people about a possible Decepticon infiltration. Well, they're half wrong. (laughs) Just get over here as soon as you can. I've just about got the bridge working. Okay, yeah, we're going. Okay, um... Give me a system check. There's six on eleven. That's good. It seems as though they were trying to scan for us. I've managed to block the signal for now, but we should stay vigilant. I think we're nearly there. Um, good. Glad you blocked it, and I'll keep my eyes out, too. You are coming up on the bridge crossing Lake Pontchartrain and you're close to the spot where you dove to reach the ground bridge. Um, As you're driving up, you see there's a few cars pulled up like they've pulled off to the side as much as they can. And it looks like there's some people standing outside their cars and peering into the water. Oh, great. Now we have onlookers. It seems as though they've either spotted the ground bridge or our compatriots. We'd better hurry. Yeah, 
but they're gonna freak out a little bit if they see a car just driving in the lake. Probably. Activate my cloaking. Oh, right. Yeah, let's drive past first, then do that. So they keep okay. on... So to be clear, you don't have to pass them to get to the spot. You can get over where you are now before you reach them. But they can see me right now, can't they? Um, theoretically, there are ways down the road. Okay. You're about to come to them. Okay. Never mind then. Scratch that. So he says his line, blah, blah, blah. Aaron says, all right, let's do that. And they activate cloaking. However, that's done. Okay. What does your sheet say? Oh, right. <laughs> and I meant like technically within like the, what the characters were actually do. Oh, that's see. what I meant. As a use action, activate your cloaking field and become hidden. Roll your reactor die. That's during combat. It okay. doesn't specify how to use it outside of combat. Um, let's use it as written. Okay, so roll my reactor die. Yep. Five. Okay, so you're safe. Good. Now also give me a mobility check to, like, do it as gracefully as possible. Five. Okay, so you slip into the water unnoticed. Wow, they don't even notice the splashing or anything. Yeah. Amazing. Again, you are underwater. Um, it's pretty murky. Um, and, it's, again, it's surprisingly shallow. You m make your way to where Gadget is, and uh, he's standing by the ground bridge, which is shimmering. You can see a hazy purple-blue light there. There you are, just in time. I've got the bridge working, but I'm not sure how much longer it will hold. All right, well... Wait, is Mariah here yet? As you say that, there's a tremendous splash. You hear, like, the revving of an engine. Vroom, vroom! <laughs> and there's a huge splash as uh, Crash and Mariah <laughs> land into the water. Um, and Crash transforms as he does that. Oh, great. There weren't all the subtlety we just tried to do. So What's up, my dudes? Oh, go ahead. Oh, great. All that effort we put in to driving more subtle and stealth-like just ruined. Thank you so much, Mariah. Crash, you're so wonderful. It was his idea. What's the point of being subtle? No one gets to see your awesome moves. Whatever, I guess as long as we're out of here quickly. So here's a question. Once we're through, can you turn this thing off? As a matter of fact, I can. I can do it from the other side. We'd want to hurry, though. I think we've already started attracting attention. Yeah, I think we did, too. Overhead, it's hard to pick up through the canopy, but you hear a dull thrum, thrum, thrum. Hold on. Let me enhance that audio. Farsight fiddles with the audio, and you can hear... Um, the set, you hear it clearly, the sounds of a news helicopter, you assume, you're not sure. Um, and a spotlight comes down through the water and like dimly illuminates you guys. Time to go. Um, Adrian Farsight immediately drive through the portal. Okay. So you guys dive through the portal. Um, you're followed by Mariah. Oh, hold on. 
As you're about to, though, Gadget speaks up. Where's Ironwall? It's kind of complicated. We can explain later. Are we holding the ground bridge for him? No, he's not coming. Oh, all right. Wait. You mean, you mean he and Dylan aren't coming with us? No. They're staying behind. Why? That's what I would like to know. He had a guilty conscience. He's being the goody-goody two-shoes. Oh, I see. All right. Give me just a moment. Gadget seems to fiddle with something on his arm, and then he speaks. I've established a link with Ironwall, so that no matter where he goes, we should be able to talk to him if we need to. Although as soon as we use it, it's likely that it'll get picked up. So, there's that. Okay, so now we're going. Let's do it. So, uh, both Gadget and Crash uh, walk through the portal. I assume you follow afterwards. Yes. Okay. You step through the portal. It is purple and blue and luminescent. Um, and uh, you're surprised that there isn't some kind of weird sensation of some kind. You don't know if it's just because you're protected by Farsight, but um, you step through and um, your eyes are have to adjust immediately because all of a sudden... No, wait, hold on. No, they don't. It's still nighttime. So you're surprised as you step through that there isn't some kind of strange sensation. Maybe it's just that Farsight... Um, is protecting you from the effects of whatever this space bridge is, you know, this ground bridge. In any case, you step through to the other side. Uh, it's still nighttime, but you are standing um, in darkness. Gadget and Crash turn on their lights, and Farsight does so as well. Yeah. You seem to be in some kind of cave, and Gadget is fiddling with the ground bridge, uh, with a couple of uh, um, commands, he shuts it down. My scanners show that we're close to the base. Let's go have a look. He leads the way out of the cave. And we follow. You step out into the night. Uh, you're surprised because you look up and you can see, uh, you know, the night sky overhead. You see lots of stars. And in the distance off to the northwest, you hear a loud explosion. And if you look over in that direction, there is a smoke cloud billowing up. I'm getting distress calls on the Communications. It seems as though the Energon refinery is under attack. Well, that's interesting. We thought this was going to happen, but just started? It seems so. Gadget reaches over and taps on the console on his arm again. This is Autobot Gadget. Hailing any Autobots in the area. Are you there? So I didn't think about a voice. Uh, ha, ha, ha. And I need to look up the name. 
Boo, 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 boo. New Yorker. <laughs> no, maybe I'll just go with a standard. It's just a standard Autobot. Um, I don't think this is going to be a major player, but who knows? Just... This is Autobot Rev. The Energon Refinery is under attack. And by bugs? Oh, it's nice to, night. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Rev. Uh, what do you mean by bugs? You mean Earth bugs? No, I mean like space bugs, something. There's some Decepticons here too, but they pretty much wiped out all the ARI mechs. It's just me. I'm trying to hold them off, but I think they're getting away with the Energon. Don't worry, my dude, we're on our way. We'll be able to lend some assistance to you. Please hurry. I don't know how much longer I can hold them off. All right, let's go. The two other Autobots transform and race off across the rocky red ground. I assume you do the same thing. Oh, sorry. Yes. Did you <laughs> did you forget you were a player? Or? No. <laughs> I just assumed Farsight would just do it. Okay. Well, you're still... Adrian is still in control of Farsight. He is? Yes. Why is he still in control? When did, how did Farsight lose... You don't remember that from last time? I re no, I remember him losing control, but I thought it was temporary. No. Oh, well, let's talk about that. Okay, is it temporary? No? Yeah, I guess it just never changed. Okay. Okay, so... the I'll start talking now. So, let's have a quick conversation about that, because since you were confused about the viewers are... May I say something first? Go for it. All right. So, Adrian looks at the console in front of him, um, inside Farsight, and says, Hey... Wait a minute. Farsight, you still don't have back control, do you? No. You've been piloting me this entire time. I've been trying to run diagnostics, and I can't figure out what the issue is. That's not good. It wasn't temporary, then. Okay. Sorry for hesitating there. I'll put my foot in the gas and all that, but uh, this is a problem. When we're done with this, we need to take a closer look and... I don't know if I can do anything, but, you know. The, the strange thing is, Gadget seems to be unaffected. That's weird. Let me get the comms again. Uh, hey, Crash, are you piloting yourself, or is Mariah still in control of you? No, dude, Mariah's still driving. And, Gadget? Yes? You have control back, right? Yes, I never lost control. You didn't lose control, but... Crash and Farsight did. That's correct. Oh, right. You weren't... I'm sorry. You weren't there. Back in the fight earlier, uh... Our Max lost control... Or, I'm sorry. They're not used to talking about you guys the right way. Uh, Farsight and Crash lost control of themselves with the... Some kind of device or weapon the ARI was using. And we had to take control. But they, they still haven't gained back their ability to, uh pilot themselves. I heard some of the comm chatter. That's fascinating. I can run some diagnostics when we get done. Yeah, that might be helpful. Sorry, I'll catch up. Give me a sec. And he starts revving the engine and uh, speeding back towards uh, the fight. Okay, so you guys race along uh, this rocky ground. Um, Mariah and Crash are leading the way. Um, 
you come up over the rise and overlook this Energon refinery. Um, you can see that there's a lot of uh, buildings set around. Um, it's kind of set in the bottom of a valley or canyon. Uh, the near where the refinery is, the walls uh, go way up and they're made of this red rock. Um, and as you are looking out over the scene, you see that you can see the buildings. Some of them are backlit by uh, flames coming up. And uh, you can even make out in the distance, it looks like there's a strange kind of circle of, you know what to put your finger on, like dark energy. It's very small. It's, it's hard to see, but it seems to be um, on the ground, like outside the facility. And as you're standing there, you hear Mariah say, Oh, scrap. What is that? Farsight adjusts the sensors so that you can see better at nighttime. Your gaze zooms in and you see swarming all over the building of the refinery are these enormous black insectoid alien looking things. Looks like we have our work cut out for us. End of episode. Will Adrian and his friends be able to fight off this strange insectoid swarm? What will happen to Dylan and Ironwall? Will the Transformers be able to regain control of their bodies? Find out in the next episode of Dice and Decepticons. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dice and Decepticons. You can follow us on Twitter for show updates at Dice Decepticons. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Rob. And I'm Stuart. And we'll see you next time. Bye.